Well, hello there. It's Memorial Day. It's another day, and I'm Jim Harrington. And I am Bill Knight. Yes, happy Memorial Day, and let's not forget those that gave their lives for our yes, freedoms today. Absolutely. Uh, we are here enjoying what we have uh, in no small part because of the sacrifice those people did. Yes, and uh, we salute and we honor anybody that uh, serves this country in a uniform, whether they're overseas fighting or whether they're here protecting. You got to wonder what uh, some of those brave people would think about the situation we seem to be in right now in our country, you know? You know what? The turmoil, the upheaval. Yeah, they would. The, the first question would be, in my mind, if I were them coming back or looking down, is what did I fight for as sure as, sure as hell wasn't this? Mm. And they would probably be glad to not be a part of it because, uh, unfortunately, friends, uh, you are going through a bit of history that yeah. is likely going to be remembered in a not-so-friendly way, and that doesn't mean it's about you. It just be, you know, people are going to look back at society today and boy, and go, boy, did they fail miserably. Did they fail You know, miserably? Donald Trump was uh, speaking Saturday night at uh, a rally in Casper, Wyoming. And it was he was there supporting the candidate who's running against uh, Liz Cheney. So he kind of nailed Liz Cheney with reason, because I think she's absolutely abdicated her position as a Republican leader. If she ever had any dreams to be a Republican leader, I think it's gone. She's Big, down in the polls, by the way. Big is she? time there. Oh, yeah. She, yeah. But the likelihood of her winning uh, just in the, the the election coming up to get into the midterms is like uh, 26%. Wow. Oh, she's got, she is, I'm not even going to say it. You know where she is, yeah. and it's not a good place. President Trump had this to say about Rhino Liz Cheney. Liz Cheney hates the voters of the Republican Party, and she has for longer than you would know. Wyoming deserves a congresswoman who stands up for you and your values, not one who spends all of her time putting you down, going after your president in the most vicious way possible, and loving endless, nonsensical, bloody, horrible wars that never end, they just never end. The Cheneys are diehard globalists and warmongers who have been plunging us into new conflicts for decades, spilling American blood and spending American treasure all over the world. The Cheneys, along with George Bush, didn't even have the courage to pardon Scooter Libby. He was their big protector. You know, he protected George Bush very badly. He could have been in big trouble, and so could Cheney. And they didn't do it. You know who did it? I did it. I gave him a pardon. Scooter Libby, right? I gave Scooter Libby a pardon. They couldn't do it. They wouldn't do it, or they couldn't do it. And, uh... I thought it was a terrible thing, but I gave Scooter Libby because Scooter Libby got screwed, okay? And I didn't do it for them. I did it because I thought it was the right thing to do, and frankly, George Bush should have done it long before me. The Cheneys have never met a war they didn't like. That's why Liz Cheney voted no on bringing our troops back home from Syria, where they didn't even want to have us. I mean, it's so crazy. We go to countries that don't even want us, so we just go there. It's almost like we do it by habit. We do it by habit, but we lose people. It costs very much money, but we lose people, which is much more important and much worse. And that's why 
Liz Cheney now is at the front of the parade trying to get us to go into wars with Russia or anyone else that wants to bite. And you see that and you see it all over and you see it over and over the stupidity of these people. And you know, when I was there, we were respected. Nobody was going to war with us. Nobody. We didn't have to go to war for people to know that we were the toughest and we were the strongest. We did it in a much different way. She's the face of the Washington swamp and the same failed foreign policy of the Clintons, Bushes, the Obamas, the Bidens, and the entire sick political establishment. But Liz Cheney is about America last. She's weak on border security, by the way, very weak on border security. And as House conference chair, she sent every Republican member of Congress talking points on amnesty ripped word for word from the Biden White House, literally word for word. It's time you finally had a representative who will put America first and who's looking to make America great again. It never ceases to amaze me. He has these rallies, Bill. Mm -hmm. Now, he's been out of office for a year and a half, at least. And he he still feels, uh, this was in an indoor setting. It was like an arena somewhere. It was packed to the gills. Uh, He was speaking in front of the NRA uh, convention on Friday night in Houston. Right. I think it was Houston. Yeah, Houston. And that was packed. Uh, the guy still has an amazing draw, and he does two different speeches in front of the NRA. And of course, it was uh, they were close to the shootings. He was more more serious, a bit more somber. There was no rally sound to his delivery. Whereas when he does these things, uh, like he did on Saturday night, it's uh, it's a party. I mean, I say party. They the people love the guy. And they love to hear what he has to say, and he feeds off it. Do you know? Yeah, I do. Now, you know what? He did do the thing because of uh, the shootings that went on in Texas. He was the only one that sat there. Now, they did the gong in the background. I could have lived with or without it, but it was no big deal. I thought what they were doing, he did something. Yes. He, he honored and respected the lost souls there, and he read their names. Now, the news, oh, he butchered everything. That was just horrible, horrible, horrible. It's so terrible. He's just a bad guy. He did it. You didn't. And you know what? I speak publicly. You speak publicly. We've both worked in major markets, and we've sat there and had the time to rehearse and practice a script and get on the air and botch it royally. <laughs> I've done it. You've done it, I'm sure. you probably We've heard me do it on this it, show. Every damn new news person out there has done it. Don't yeah. be a lying freaking hypocrite. He did a damn good job. And you know what? That kind of thing, when I do something that's emotional, mm-hmm. uh, I start crying and whelp up. And people go, he's a big guy and he's crying. You know, sometimes there are situations where you're not going to be so polished and yeah. professional. It just doesn't happen that way. Cut him a break. And be real. What that says to me, though, Bill, is that the person has feelings that what he's saying isn't isn't just words. 
it's coming from their, their soul. So if you get emotional about something, it's not because you're reading a script. It's because you're feeling the script. You know what I'm saying? You are right. thinking about what you're saying, and it has, it has an effect on you. It happens to all of us, Bill. And if people don't uh, admit to it, then they're lying to you. Oh yeah, they're lying definitely. And and you know these people out here, we are not. Uh, we're we're no longer. Nobody is productive in 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 politics. Uh, you know they're not proactive. They're presumptive, and they're they're predictive. But they don't. Whatever they do, uh, it is not because they have a plan. Mm-hmm. It is because what they've got is nothing. They've got nothing in their in their pockets. They got no idea how to run this country. So let's make an issue. Things that should not even be a part of the political system. We have sat there and made a part of politics just to stir up everybody and to drum up votes. Fix the damn country. Get the gas prices down. Fix inflation. Let's do some stuff to move us forward. But no, they don't have a plan. They don't have a clue. Well, you know, abortion rights are are, are going to hell, folks. Oh, geez, they don't like the way you tie your shoes because you don't do the bunny ears. You and I have talked about this off mic. They have have always got a crisis, this administration. He was in office, and first they they talked about uh, January 6th. That was a crisis. They called it the, uh, the greatest thing since the Civil War. Everybody was making that an issue, right? You know, yeah. And, and then they go in the Afghan war and they botch that up. They pull out and leave everything behind and they, they leave people behind. That's a crisis. When that crisis starts to die down, then there's the trucker strike, which wasn't theirs, but they went down to DC. That was another thing, another issue. But then they had the abortion issue and the, you know, that became the uh, news of the day that the item that the congressmen were all upset about and, and uh, and then they had the shooting in Buffalo. Yeah, and then they what had happened the sh- to it? Yeah, and the shooting in Buffalo was only 12 days ago. They just buried the last person in Buffalo on Saturday. The last person who was killed in, in that shooting was buried on the 86-year-old victim in mm-hmm. uh, buried on Saturday. And now we have this in uh, Uvalde, Texas. But they don't have any solutions. Oh, well, the solution is is to take away your guns and give us more power and money. What are you going to do with that? Well, I'm going to buy me a new car. I'm going to get me a yacht. And uh, I'm going to tell you how you need to pay more taxes for the privileges that I'm about to bestow on you. All these freedoms. Yeah, right. This guy here, John Voigt, he um, is a conservative. He's a... Angelina Jolie's dad, as a matter of fact, and he is uh, a staunch conservative. Wasn't always, I believe. I think he made the conversion like a lot of us have throughout the years where he kind of looked around, stopped and paid some attention and realized he was on the wrong side of the fight. And uh, he's been a conservative and an outspoken supporter of President Trump. And also he had some words about the shooting in Uvalde and uh, what he thought the causes were. Listen to this. Oh, how my heart bleeds for all those lost. My soul cries. We must do something about these horrors that are taken out on innocent beings, humans who each have lives and years of life that they're supposed to live. They've been taken down by insanity. These insane, inhuman, disturbed, 
walking souls have grown up in households of abuse. These beings have been bullied and they take out their disturbances, their grief, their horror on innocent souls. <clears throat> it's not about left, right, guns, no guns. This is about brains that are dysfunctioning. This is mental. This is not about healthy human beings serving the country with arms to bear or even the right of this constitution for bearing arms. It is a right to use arms with proper purpose to defend one's safety. We must not allow mental illness to take away our right to bear arms. This is about trusting the Constitution, our rights, our reason. These innocent souls that were taken from each family are, are children of God. I must remind us all that God will take home these angels and comfort them. My fellow Americans, we're living now in a world that has no remorse for wrongdoings because we're being led by the worst in office. So let's take a breath. Let's all ask God to make sure that we will never see this horror again in this lifetime. We must identify every individual for their credentials, for their mental capacity to bear arms. There should be proper qualifications for gun ownership and proper testing. One should only own a gun if they're qualified and schooled. I stand with all. I stand for freedom of each soul's truths. I stand for God's truths. I stand for one to be condemned for evil doings and that they must pay a price. May God watch over all and bring comfort for this loss which may never heal for each child was so precious a gift. And God will call on Jesus to pray for these families. Love to you. Love to you all. He's a God-fearing man, and I agree with everything he says because it gets down to, uh, there was one thing that I'll disagree with, and I'll tell you in a minute, but these young men, why is it young men? Mm -hmm. Well, maybe they didn't have a father figure. Maybe they didn't have a, a good family house setting. They're getting the wrong signals. No one's there to work with them and be with them. And these kids need help. So you know what? When you sit there and go, what the hell is wrong with America? I want you to go walk into the bathroom, stand in front of the mirror, and reflect upon your family, your kids, and yourself, and ask that same question. Now, if you can mm -hmm. answer, well, I'm doing everything I can. I, I've done everything. I've spent time. I do, I do time with my children just like you know, I should. And if they got questions, I get the answers if they need help. I get them out, but no, we're not doing that. So we do have some problems out there. And these, like you said, these souls, they need some help, but no, we're not addressing the issue. What we're doing is taking the issue and making it an agenda. Now, the one thing I would disagree right. is he said that uh, we are being controlled by the wrong. We are being led by the wrong people. And no, we're not being led uh, le because leadership is true leadership. We are being manipulated. Yeah, I think I think maybe that was a uh, maybe a poor choice of words, but I think We're I being knew manipulated. We, we knew being... we knew we knew what he said though, and I do think that most people who have guns would not have a problem with the part where he said people who have guns should be trained. They should know how to use a gun. I I think that's an important thing. Too many people just get a gun. Yeah, when I was a kid, I I took gun safety training, 
in California, the land of the wackos. I learned but, how to know, shoot in the army. I yeah, learned how to shoot in the army. You. Yeah, absolutely. They taught you how to use that gun and, you know, how to be safe with that gun. You knew everything about it. You took apart that gun. You put it back yep. together. You knew you knew it better probably than your own body. And I think anybody who owns a gun should definitely want to know how to work it properly because they can be tricky. They really can. When you see these movies uh, where the, you see these kids holding a gun and they hold it sideways, you know, like they're, they're tough guys, that is absolutely the wrong way. If they want to hit something, that is the absolute wrong way to hold a gun. Everything you see in the movies that's Hollywood, oh, it looks cool. He's he's spinning around, boom, 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 right. and everybody's dead. And then you got you like to play Call of Duty, and you played it for what eighteen years. Mm -hmm. But kids today, they're not they're not being brought up by their parents. Well, he's fine. He's in his room playing Call of Duty, blowing up people. Well, that's good. That's good message there. And then they see different ways to do it. It is not the real world. I'm not saying get rid of Call of Duty, but you know maybe call a family. Ought to take a role here too. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, Ron Jackson, Ronnie Jackson is a representative from Texas. He was the former physician to the president, President Trump, President Bush, and President Obama. Yeah, didn't Biden want to get rid of him? I don't know. I think I think uh, I think Ronnie Jackson wanted to get out when when Biden got in. Yeah, yeah, before the uh, okay. uh, and they asked him about the shootings uh, on Friday night on Newsmax, and here's what he had to say. Well, the whole state of Texas and the whole country, for that matter, are mourning, uh, you know, what happened there. And uh, our prayers are with them, and we're going to do everything we can uh, from the state perspective and from the federal perspective to, to help this community heal uh, everything we can to make sure this never happens again. And I, I've said before, I, I really think we have to look at the big picture here and look at the root cause. And I think that we, we, we have to address the moral decline in this country because I think that's a big part of what's going on here. We've gotten away from family and from God and from community. And those are things that we, we have to embrace again. That's what made this country great and what made this country safe. But honestly, uh, I could have never imagined something like this happening when I was growing up in a town. It was roughly the same size as Uvalde here in, 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 in Texas as well. But things have changed now. And, uh, you know, our kids are exposed to a lot of stuff that's uh, harmful to them with video games, these violent video games that they, they're exposed to at a very early age. And I've said before, some of the some of the lyrics and the rap music and stuff that they listen to is not healthy. And we, we need to address this kind of stuff. This is this is what's causing a lot of these problems. Now, you got to understand, folks, a, a lot of people here. Uh, Ronnie Jackson, and they hear kind of the accent like he's down there driving his pickup truck. Ronnie Jackson was an admiral in the Navy. He also was a, um, he's a, a trained physician, a doctor. He was the White House physician, which means he had to be a darn good physician. So he's a smart man. Don't judge people by their dialect or yeah. where they're from or by their skin color because that is just plain wrong. But the one point that he makes there, and, you know, I don't care if you're an agnostic or you're an atheist. Mm -hmm. The one thing, the underlying thing, whether you're a Christian, agnostic, or atheist, that we all must have and live by, and you know it's true, is a moral code. That moral code has been lost. Yeah, right. And with it being lost, humanity is failing us. And that's just it. We don't have that moral code. And you got to start today getting it back. It ain't going to be easy. It's not going to be easy. They asked him about the uh, bipartisan effort to uh, to put some new gun laws and gun regulations together. He said this. 
Well, look, I'm open to listen to anything the other side has to say, and I hope that they're opening to listening to our suggestions as well. We need to be open-minded about this, but I will not back down on the Second Second Amendment and our right to to own and bear arms here in this country. And taking firearms away from legal, you know, uh, law-abiding citizens is not the answer. I mean, that just leaves all the criminals with the weapons and, and the law-abiding citizens with nothing to defend themselves with. And so I will, I will fight for our right to, to own and, uh, and have weapons and defend ourselves, uh, you know, always. And so, but yes, I think there's some stuff that we can do out there. We need to get together, talk about it, and figure out uh, if there's things we can do to make our schools in particular safer. And I think everybody wants to do that. Smart guy, Ronnie Jackson from, from uh, Texas. It's amazing, and I won't play the sound, but uh, they're trying to say that he misused some of his campaign funds. The Democrats are saying he misused some of his campaign funds to I'm rent. Calling the kettle black there to yeah. rent a hall. He said, "Hey, look at folks. This is what they do. If they don't like what you're saying, if they don't like your message, if they don't like how you're resonating with the public, then they go after you personally. They try to tear you apart." He said, "Whatever I did was within the legal bounds. I did nothing wrong. My my." He said, "My." My family, my wife, they have not even been to this venue that they say I'm a member of. He said, plus, under the law, you can, you can become a member of a club if, by being a member, it's cheaper than having your campaign pay per time, meaning it would have cost him more money every time he used that venue than it did for him to just become a member. You know, he, I'm a member he, of a club that has a venue, and I'm a member of it because I've used the venue. For a lot of different family functions and other functions, because it's you know it's the yeah. thing to do. Well, he he is a a smart guy, and you know we're going to hear a lot. Of, the the left is doing a lot of a lot of talk about the shootings. They are really and truly making it political. They're trying to seize this tragedy and make it theirs as far as uh, to gain points. They did it in Buffalo. They're doing it again on Sunday. President Biden and Jill flew down to uh, to Uvalde to be with the families. I I I don't know how that went. I I I'll be honest with you. I I didn't pay attention to it because it's just it's President Biden, and he was well, probably uh, yeah, looking. He probably spent the time looking at his watch. I I think that every member of Congress, Republican and Democrat and Joe Biden and Kamala should uh, have to read the complete Constitution and be given a test on it as it stands today. Not, well, it's not absolute. Okay, Joe, show me where you couldn't own a cannon back then. Show me where you can't own one today, because if I can own a cannon... And I can get one for a couple, two or three thousand dollars. Yep. It's sitting in the front yard. You could buy a cannon in 1776. You can buy one today. He you know keeps I could use- buy a tank? Oh, absolutely. Well, Arnold Schwarzenegger had one. Yes. Arnold Schwarzenegger can- bought a tank. And you can buy, uh, you know, 70s, circus 60s in the 70s. Russian fighter jets because I can't afford the uh, the American ones. Yes, you can buy them for thirty thousand dollars with all the avionics and all I need are the missiles and bombs to hook up. See, he doesn't know what he's talking about, friends. No, he's he, an idiot. He no, uses this bill all the time. Though. All the time, he'll say, uh, "You couldn't buy a cannon, you know, back in seventeen seventy six, baloney. You could, 
And when yeah. I hear somebody say, well, those weapons are military-grade weapons, let me tell you, friends, uh, muskets were military-grade at one time. Uh, mini balls were military-grade munitions. They just don't really know what they're talking about, but they're screaming at the top of their voices like they do. Because um, the average person doesn't know. You know, go to uh, Barnes & Noble or a bookstore about this size of a book. Mm -hmm. it, uh, this is The Art of War, but I have upstairs the Constitution. It's a pocket book. You can put it in your shirt pocket, in your purse, and it's got the Constitution in there. So when he brings up the Second Amendment, or uh, uh, <laughs> amendment, yeah. you can, oh, minion, yes. <laughs> uh, it's the uh, second opinion to him. But the uh, <laughs> amendment, you can sit there and read it and realize that, no, actually, uh, the words in the Second Amendment are absolute. Yeah, yep. And you changing it, you may as well just take the whole thing and light it on fire then, which they would love to do. On a different topic, as we're running out of time, <laughs> on a different topic, um, something interesting I found uh, over the weekend, the producer and investigator, chief in investigator for the movie 2000 Mules, which, by oh, yeah. the way, is breaking records around the country. I mean, Making people ask questions. Oh, big time. He dropped a, a bomb. He said investigators discovered multinational player and federal agencies involved in operation, uh, a multinational deal involving billions of dollars. This is about the 2020 election. And he says, this isn't even about the mules that they were talking about in the no. movie. I'm going to play you a very short clip of what he had to say. Sure. There are a few issues coming up that are more explosive than the mules, that are no 10x um, more likely to, to divide this country even further. Um, Catherine and I spend a lot of time every single day, really not just praying through it, but thinking through how do we actually do this? Because once mm -hmm. these come out, there's one in particular. It's a, it's a multinational deal. It involves billions of dollars. There's ir irrefutable evidence. Um, we've been involved in a major counterintelligence operation that's very mature in this country involving federal agencies and us. Um, and there's been some betrayals along the way. There have been some issues along the way. Uh, but once we get to the point where this is ready to go, it's going to make everybody forget everything about the mules. And wow. it's going to bring into question everything we think we know about these elections. Everything. I can say that that's 100% certainty. That's Greg Phillips. Catherine Engelbrecht and him uh, put together 2,000 mules. And what he's saying here has nothing to do with mules. This has to nah. do with overseas money. It has to do with a federal branch of government that was involved. Bill, this is going to be big if it's mm. – if it, and it's, the timing, Bill, seems to be like it's aiming towards November. You know, towards the uh, – if this happens and, and if the Republicans win and they have all of this evidence coming out, I wouldn't be surprised if it opens up some congressional investigations and makes things interesting uh, after the well, elections. Well, I'll mention this one thing. Apparently, uh, illegal votes in our, uh, in our primaries found in Colorado, Georgia, mm -hmm. Los Angeles, maybe even PA. Unbelievable. 
unbelievable. And these are these are just ballot countings. The 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 two thousand mule yeah. type. And I mean, some of them are insignificant in numbers. Now, PA, you've got the judge where the judge sat there and said, no, 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 no. You know, where the one on the Republican side, where the mm-hmm. one Republican, the uh, the honored uh, uh, war person, is sitting there going, well, you know, there's this one county. They don't have all their ballots in, you know. Uh, they're mailing ballots. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I'm sorry because they're out of date. Sorry, not going to work. A federally appointed judge um, sat there and said, oh, no, no. We don't care about signatures and dates. We don't need those stinking signatures. See, that is so wrong. in those ballots. Well, there you go. Dr. Oz just got screwed by the cabal, uh, yeah. if you want to call it that. And. If it stinks here, which it did before, because we know Philadelphia, uh, I know a young filmmaker that was going, you're right. I remember the 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 trucks backed up for months, about a month before the elections and all the way through the election. And those ballots that were in those trucks, over 255-foot tra- tractor trailers that were full of mail that had ballots in there. Mm-hmm. Never got counted, but you know, fortunately, there there were some honest souls that filled out some replacement ballots that got counted. Well, in the wee hours of the morning. What amazes me is with all this evidence that's come out since the election, they are still brazen enough to do this, to still cheat. It's their attitude is, hey, you didn't get us last time, you're not going to get us this time either. Well, the media goes along with them. And one person I saw interviewed was going, did you vote? Because it was a transgender person. Mm-hmm. They said, obviously, you you voted for Biden. And uh, the guy or she or he or whatever they identified as, uh, but they were wearing makeup, uh, sat there and uh, said, well, the point is, I voted. And that's what's important. <laughs> uh, no, it's not. Why vote if it's fixed. Yes. I don't know that we're going to make it to, you know, uh, the November elections. I don't know. I, I, and that's a I topic think... for tomorrow's program. Yes, we will <laughs> talk about that. Absolutely. Hey, folks, if you want to uh, drop us a line, uh, a message, you can call us at 833-583-6060. When you do call, we may use your your clip on the air. We may actually take it. And if it's something which is really important, well said, We'll include it in one of our shows. So you know, we us. are getting calls on the number, but here's what the problem is: uh-huh. it's people trying to sell us something. Hi, right? you uh, know? And I'd I'm like to talk on. to you about your insurance. <laughs> no, it's not that. Hey, you know, you guys got a great show. You know, would you like to buy this? Yeah. Uh, would you like to buy some advertising? <laughs> uh, and then mail. I'm getting a lot of mail. You know, but uh, it's it is mail at itsanotherday.com. Now we're not getting it from per se you guys. We do get hits or people that say. Oh, like the show, thumbs up, you know, drop us a note because we want to use those instead of having um, YouTube or Google going, oh, you said uh, election influences. That's that's fake news. People have asked yeah. us, uh, I, uh, you do this little podcast thing, and you guys have been doing it since December. Do you think you have any listeners? Do we think we have any listeners? Well, it's hard to tell in this world of podcasting. They don't really have the rating services that we had in broadcasting. That no. being said, they do guesstimates, and our guesstimates are pretty darn good based upon the number of countries that have downloaded our program. Oh, yeah, when you look at that. But, but I will tell you, uh, you know, everybody has 
analytics. Mm-hmm. And no two sets match. I guess the, the operative letters in analytics are the first four letters. And that's pretty much what everybody has. <laughs> that's true. I got that. <laughs> but I can tell you, folks, we do probably, we've estimated our analytics uh, have estimated uh, roughly a quarter of a million people so far. Yeah. Have, yeah. Uh, that was by listeners. a little sneak peek uh, on the uh, actually the master server for the website. So mm-hmm. you know so somebody's out there. True, you know somebody is out there. But then you and know, Bill, that's, that's just our website, right? That's just it's another yeah, day. There's a website coming in, but you know the problem with that, you know, a lot of things go through Google. Mm-hmm. Now, if you if you log in from somebody else, well, now that's going to be someone else's analytics, right? For you example, know? we are on Amazon. We're on Apple. Uh, is it Apple Music? I guess we're on Apple. We're on um, iHeartRadio. We're mm. on iTunes. We're on uh, Spotify. We're on Podbeam, Anchor. We're on uh, what other things are we? We're on a bunch of other stuff, and I can't remember. But a lot of know, a Pandora, lot of different things. Yeah, Spotify. You got all of that. There is uh, Odyssey. Uh-huh. Uh huh. There's there's a whole bunch of them out there now. Each of them have their own analytics that we don't have really trackers on and how they do it is they go and they grab the show, you know, and they download it. That being said, folks, you may see or hear us on a, uh, your local radio station one day soon. You never can tell. And they we, do we, have we analytics. Been talking to a few people. Let's say that we were just talking and they're, they're, they're kind of listening. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> hey folks, have a wonderful remainder of your Memorial day weekend. Bill, you have a safe one and hey, you uh, too. we'll do it again uh, tomorrow. Uh, it's time to fire up the Barbie. I've had the gas on and the lid shut all the time. I'm going to go strike the match now. Bye! No. Oh, yeah. Come on! Take care, buddy. <laughs>